Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Kenny, and the God laid a word in my spirit. It's a simple two-word uh, title, Light. Be. Father, we give this all over to you. Take charge of this atmosphere. And everyone listening to us, thank you for illumination and revelation comes their path in Jesus' name. Amen. So the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 5, you probably would have heard of the book of beginnings. That's Genesis. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. He says, in the beginning, God prepared, formed, and fashioned, and created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and an empty waste, and darkness was upon the very great deep. The Spirit of the Lord was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And God said, that's going to be our emphasis today, verse 3. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, suitable, and pleasant, and he approved it, and God separated the light from darkness. At the end of this message, I would like you to declare those two words with me, light be. You see, the number of scientists that some of them are well, you know, well-intentioned, they've tried to challenge the Genesis account of creation. Meanwhile, there are some scientists that affirm and actually confirm that the Genesis creation account actually happened. And there, there is a theory out there in the scientific world called the Big Bang Theory. It's the concept that things, there was nothing, then all of a sudden there was an explosion out of nothingness and then things began to form. There were already problems with that theory. One is that there was nothing and two, there was an explosion out of nothing. So if there is nothing, there cannot be explosion out of nothing, but I'll leave that for another time. This is an account that God has given us about the Genesis uh, creation story. The first uh, verse actually says in the beginning, God. Now, that word actually means in the dateless past because the, the English word, the beginning, doesn't do it justice. It's dateless past. There was no beginning with God. He just is. He always has been and always will be. And that's, that's a source of security for us because we know that nothing can move him. You know, nothing can shake him. So maybe you're listening to us today. I want to encourage you that he that sits on the throne, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. Nobody can remove him from the throne. He was not elected, so you cannot dispose him. <laughs> he, he was not on the mandate of man. No, he is God all by himself. So be encouraged that uh, God does not sleep, he does not slumber. Now the word says, if I'm going to read it in the original Hebrew, it actually says, in the dateless past, Elohim, bara. So it means in the dateless past, Elohim, which is the plural name for God, and we believe in, in, in ministry and in life that there is a trinity. So, so to speak, in the beginning, the trinity, bara the heavens and the earth. Bara is a word that means to create out of nothing. I'm going somewhere with this. God created out of nothing. God bara the earth. Now, verse 2 says, 
Then the earth was without form and void. Some translation says, and the earth was without form and void. But, I don't want to take you into a theological class today, but that word, and the earth, actually should have been, the earth became without form and void. So there was something that happened between Genesis 1 verse 1 and Genesis 1 verse 2 that made the earth that God created in verse 1 to become without form and void in verse 2. Now some people call it the gap theory. That is not the emphasis for today. But the emphasis is this, that God created something and then something happened and it became without form and void. So what we talk about Genesis creation story technically is a Genesis recreation story because that word bara in the beginning of, of the first uh, verse in Genesis 1, when you go down to the rest of the creation, it is replaced by a different Hebrew word called asa, which is to reconstruct. So after the original creation, God had to reconstruct the earth. There's a reason why I'm saying all of this. Please go with us. God had to reconstruct the earth. So when we get to verse 3, and God said, let there be light, the Bible says there was light. But if you read that, you just say, all I have to do is just to declare, yes, but there is something else. The preceding verse, verse 2, said that the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the watchers. There was a conditioning process by the Holy Spirit before the declaration of the word came and before light came. So the word to hover is actually a word that speaks of brooding. Like if you think of a chicken, uh, uh, chicks and, and a hen, the hen with, it, with her chicks, that is the concept there. Is the picture of the Holy Spirit brooding over the watchers. Kind of like incubating. Another translation calls it fluttering. He's fluttering. It's a stirring. So maybe you're listening to us today and the Spirit of God is stirring your heart. He's telling you, come on back to me. Yes, I, I created you the way I wanted you to be, but something has happened along the way and you have fallen off. You have missed the mark. But the Spirit of the Lord through this message is stirring your heart, telling you there is a reconstruction that can still happen in your destiny. There is a recreation that can still happen in your destiny. That is what we call the recreation, the new creation birth that we all have experienced by his mercies, which is that God made a new man out of us, a new person out of us because we gave our lives to Jesus. So you see, God made it in such a way that even though earth was without form and void, God came in to recreate us. It is a story of redemption. You see, that means God can still redeem you no matter where you've been, no matter how far you think you've fallen, he can still restore you. Now, verse 3 says, and God said, let there be light. Now, I have a slight problem with English language. One of the problems I have is that it's a wonderful language. It's easy to learn, but it's not very heavy. The Hebrew language is a little bit heavier than the English. The Greek is a little bit uh, more, more stylistically uh, assigned than the English. But the English is a perfect language to speak. Now, but the problem with the translation from Hebrew to, to English is that some words are missed. So when the scripture says, and God said, let there be light, it's not exactly how he said it. What God said was light be. You see, when you read let there be light, it sounds like Elohim was negotiating with somebody. 
But you see, there is none greater than him. So when he said, he made a declaration, he wasn't negotiating. God is the supreme being of the universe. He doesn't negotiate with anybody in so to speak. So when he declared, he said, light be. So it was a word of declaration, a word of authority. And that is what he's given us today to declare in our world. You know, the book of Job chapter 38 verse 33, it says, God asked Job, do you know the ordinances of heaven? Can you establish dominion on the earth? Do you know the ordinances of heaven? Can you establish dominion on the earth? Another translation says, do you know how the systems of the universe work? If you do, can you operate them? So basically, God is challenging Job. Job, there is a way my kingdom works. There is a way the universe works. And I believe in my spirit, this is one of the ordinances. And that is the declaration of the word of the Lord. So no matter what situation you are facing, if you will let the Spirit of God stir in you, incubate in you, and out of that incubation you declare from your spirit, light be, it will be so in your life. And maybe some of you are listening to us today and say, these guys are Old Testament. They're all Old Testament. They're preaching from the Old Testament all the time. Let me give you a scripture from the New Testament because the scripture is one. The scripture is one book. Whether it's old or new, it is one book. So the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 to 5, the Bible says in the beginning, you see, in the beginning again. Now it's also translated in the Greek to being in the dateless past. So John chapter 1 verse 1, in the dateless past, in the beginning, before all time, was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him and without him was not one thing even made that came into being. In him was life and that life was the light of men. This is the most important verse today for me. Verse 5, John chapter 1 verse 5. Please memorize it if you can. And the light shines on in darkness for the darkness has never overpowered it. The Amplified then exploded this scripture and put it this way. For the light shines forth in darkness for the darkness has never overpowered it. The darkness has never put it out. The darkness has never absorbed it. The darkness has never appropriated it or been unreceptive to it. Let me read it again. It says the darkness has never overpowered this light. The darkness has never put out this light. The darkness can never absorb this light. The darkness can never appropriate this light. The darkness can never be unreceptive to this light. So I want you to declare in your spirit, in your dean, in your study, wherever you're listening to us, over your situation, light be. Let the light of God shine over every situation in my life. And maybe Maybe you have a grandson or a son or a daughter or a granddaughter that maybe started up in the faith and has veered off. I want you to use this scripture to pray for them for the word of God says that the light shines in darkness and darkness can never absorb it. That means if that child was raised in a Christian home, the light of God in him will never be absorbed by the darkness and the light. Declare this over your children. Declare this over your grandchildren. Declare this over your nieces and nephews. 
if they ever have heard the word of the Lord or they were raised in a Christian home or they were formerly in the faith, declare over them as you pray for them diligently. Declare over them that the darkness will never absorb the light of the Lord that is in their lives in the name of Jesus. I want to encourage you today. There are ordinances in heaven. There is a way this system works. The last scripture I want to read is Hebrews 11 verse 3. For we understand by faith, we understand that the worlds, the successive ages were framed by the word of the Lord. So that what we see was not made out of things which were visible. So basically saying that this world we live in was framed by the word of the Lord. If our world was framed by the word of the Lord, your world can also be framed by the word of the Lord. So when we say light be, what we are saying in essence is let the word of the Lord so shine in your life that it begins to redesign your life. It begins to beautify your life. But you have to apply that word. And maybe you're listening to us today. And you don't yet know him as Lord and Savior. And you're wondering what is he even talking about the light that will shine. You see, there was once a man that came to earth. We know him as Jesus Christ. But he was from the beginning. He was known as the Word. He's still known as the Word. But he became flesh and died for you and me. He said that if we will receive him, we will become sons of God. That means if we receive him, we'll have the same ability that he has because he imputes his righteousness on us. It's so simple to receive him as your Lord and Savior. All you need to do is to ask the Lord to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. You'll be my honor and privilege to lead you to know him so that that light will shine in your life, so that you too can declare, light be in my situation. So Father, I just want you to pray with me. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I confess my sins. I give you my life for the rest of my days. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer, get in touch with us. We'll have we have material we'd like to send to you. And begin to declare this scripture. Begin to declare this word. Let the light of the Lord of the word of the Lord shine over my life. Light be in Jesus' name. God bless you and thank you for being with us today. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-77. 7745. Thank you. Bye for now.